0: We're not here. Where are we? Well, I don't know, we're not here. <laughs> Where?
1: Okay. I'm Candace. I'm Natalia.
0: This is not a single fork, just another podcast about food and cooking, and we're taking a break. Because everyone deserves a break. Today, and tomorrow, <laughs> and always. <laughs> so we are taking a break between seasons, but we didn't want you to forget about us. So what are we gonna do? So we're gonna play the best of the best. Uh, the episodes that people really really liked and downloaded a lot okay so the most downloaded episodes
1: will be what we will play exactly
0: hiatus and so that's what you're going to hear right now so stay tuned you're going to get some more of candace and natalia and we'll be back soon with our next season thanks for listening do you like to cook i mean sometimes i guess when i have time sounds like you're kind of over it i'm kind of over it Well, do you need some suggestions or tips? I mean, do you have any? You're going to share them with me? Well, that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Well, all right then, let's do this. I'm Candace Connolly. And I'm Natalia Banjack. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. Hello. Episode 14. (laughs) We only have one left after I know. this. Oh, That's crazy. I know. This has been a wild ride, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's going to get wilder. We hope so. Yeah, because we're going to talk about vegetables. Yeah, that sounds super wild. Yeah. Yeah. But also... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Beans and whoa. legumes. Ooh, legumes. Legumes. Yeah. So, vegetables, I know everybody's kind of going, okay, what can you tell me about vegetables? So... We're going to leave that till the end, and we're going to start off talking about beans and legumes. Yeah, because
1: I have some questions. (laughs) I know you do. And I'm going to, as we keep going. Okay. Apparently, and I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Apparently, Candace has a game for me in this episode. I honestly have no fucking idea what she's going to do to me. Yeah.
0: And that makes it even more fun. Yeah, for everyone. Okay. All right, so what's the difference between the beans and the legumes? Okay. Legumes. They are plants that produce a pod with seeds inside. So, like... Legumes are those seeds. Oh. Yeah. So, the legumes are the seeds that are inside the pod. But what if you eat the pod as well? Wait a minute. Oh, okay. That doesn't matter. Okay. (laughs) At this point, anyway. Beans are the seeds from different types of plants. Okay. So... All beans are legumes. Because they're seeds. True. Okay. And the other part of it is legumes are not necessarily beans. Because sometimes you eat the pod. Well, no, it's still a a bean or legume whether you eat the pod or not. It's just a different critter. Well, thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Making everything so So, uh, crystal clear. All beans are legumes, but not all legumes are beans. Okay. Just that's put that in your head. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> okay, so for instance, green beans. Those are not really beans. Okay. They're legumes. They're, they're legumes. Because they are because, a pod with a seed inside. Yeah, and you don't like open the pod up and you take those little tiny seeds out.
1: Somebody probably does. Well, possibly People that People peel happen. weird stuff, so maybe they're peeling their green beans that way. Like
0: peel me a grape? Yeah. <laughs> So, green beans are actually just legumes and not beans. So, they should be called green legumes. G- green legumes. Okay. Yeah. If we're being cl- correct. M- moving, moving forward, you can t- call your green beans green legumes. Yeah, go to the store and ask for that. You're yeah. definitely going to get, get what the, you asked for. You're going to get some help for with sure. that. Yeah. Okay. So, the thing about beans and legumes, and I think that this is where people kind of get um, confused about it, is that... They are actually a vegetable family, but the thing about them is that they contain protein. So they're not just a carb; they have protein. So they're they're really a nutritious food.
1: Both beans and legumes.
0: They are both okay uh, sources of protein and are highly nutritious. This sounds like a superfood. Well, I think that a lot of them are considered that, like soybeans. Oh, yeah. Soybeans is considered a superfood in some circles, and they pack plenty of protein and fiber. Yeah. So they're really good for your diet, and they're cheap. They are cheap, and And you can buy a shit ton. Well, yeah. Yeah. Bags and bags, just like your rice. (laughs)
1: And you know what's funny is that I bought shit tons of rice and shit tons of beans. There you go. Together. And I have to confess, beans, dried beans for me, (laughs) this is going to sound really silly, guys. Those of you that know and love me know this about me. They're like my nemesis. Like I really can't fucking figure out dry beans. And I know that sounds so silly because I've, I've heard like, you know, soak them overnight. Do it this way. Do it that way. Do this. Do that. And I try it all. And I think my problem is, or like don't, I added salt one time. Don't add salt. I You know, I want to add flavor. The way I cook is I add flavor and taste it as I go. And with dried beans, you can't do that. No. And so for some reason, I, I mean really if i figure out dry beans we're going to have to record it and sell it somewhere because i've never i've done it well so what so is it so what's the outcome that you're not happy with they taste like shit or they're not cooked all the way through or i've added too much of some flavor because they taste i i don't know maybe it's maybe it's cuz i'm not a patient person oh no <laughs> that couldn't possibly be it Okay, focus. Anyway, they're my nemesis. We'll carry on. Maybe I'll learn something.
0: Okay. Well, I love dried beans, frankly. So, you do have to be patient with them. Yeah. And you can't add salt during the process. So many of my problems. they'll get tough or and or the skins will pop. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. So, even though they're cheap and wild, wildly available. Wild, wild? They're, well, they're wild. wild. We are talked wild, about wild Wildly wild wild available. Um, they are not the dried variety you're not the easiest in the world to cook but you can also buy canned beans and as long as you drain them and rinse them uh, i think they're just fine yeah that's what i end up doing i i add them into a lot of things but the thing about beans a lot of people are like oh well they make you fart (laughs) (laughs) the magical fruit the more you eat the more More you toot toot. the more you toot the better you feel so let's have beans for every meal (laughs) you didn't think i knew that did you they're good for digestion Is that why they make you toot? That's why you soak them to help get the gases, you know, kind of to release the the things that, the fibrous stuff that makes you gassy. Okay. And then there's also, my mom, (laughs) here comes my mom again, my mom would soak hers in Epsom salts. Oh. Yeah, so, and, and it reduces. Does Do she use the eucalyptus Epsom salts? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I, you know, back then, I think they just had
1: just one. plain old Epsom salts. So she'd soak them overnight in that and then rinse it and
0: then cook it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but you have to have lots of water. Mm-hmm. And I frankly, I cook my beans in broth or stock. Give them more flavor. Yeah. Yeah. From the get-go. Okay. So we're, we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, so they're good for digestion because of that fibrous part of them. They're high in iron. Well, that's good. We yeah. iron. Yeah. And they're a good source of all different kinds of vitamins, especially B vitamins. So B is your energy vitamin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's especially good. Especially B12. hmm Yeah. Here we go. So are you ready for the game? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, great. Ready? Okay. Now we're going to play... Is it a bean? Oh, my God. Or is it a legume? Wait, what am I going to win? Uh, um, <laughs> I didn't figure that part out. Okay, okay. I'll just play It's anyway. just going to be fun. Oh. It's just this, the spirit of the game. It's Stressful. Okay, so the first one. Chickpeas, also known as garbanzo beans. Is it a bean or is it a legume? Uh, I don't know what
1: those look like. Out in the wild. They
0: grow in a pod.
1: Oh, then they're a legume. Yes. Okay. Ding, ding,
0: ding, 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 ding.
1: Lentils. Shit, I also don't know what those look like. I would say a
0: legume. Yes. Okay. A lentil is actually a very, uh, I was going to say, very famous legume. It's famous. Maybe popular. one day we can we can interview it on <laughs> our, can, our podcast. Can, yeah, one day we can aspire to be lentils. Lentils. Yeah. No, lentils are very popular. Yes. I love lentils. And, you know, the thing is, the nice thing about lentils is they don't take as long to cook. Yeah, because they're tiny. Because they're tiny little yeah. lentils. Yeah. But, I, you know, a lot of people don't like them. Oh, I love them. But they, and there are very, there are very many. There are many varieties. Mm-hmm. There's green. There's red. red. and There's even the... the I don't know if they're they're considered black. Maybe it's brown. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they all have different flavor too. And they're and you can flavor them really easily as well. Okay. Peas. Uh they come in a pod, so legume. Correct. Okay. You're really good at this. Uh, I don't feel like we're even halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. Okay. We're not. Okay. Okay. Kidney beans.
1: Mmm. I think those grow as a bean. So I'm going to say bean.
0: Yay. Okay. They're beans. Yes. And you know, there's red kidney beans, Mm -hmm. which those are the beans that they typically use in red beans and rice. Mm -hmm. And then there are white kidney beans, which are my personal favorite, also known as cannellini beans. They're the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are the ones that are very popular in Tuscan cooking. In Italian cooking, uh, they are... For some reason, I always thought those were bigger. They're they're fairly large Are they large a little bean. bigger? Yeah, okay. they're a fairly large bean. Um, but they have a really good uh, texture, structure mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take on flavor really well. And the other night, I made them in a uh, dish with sautéed shrimp. And goat cheese. And goat cheese. Oh, I love that. And And prosciutto and balsamic reduction. And prosciutto and balsamic reduction. Mm. Oh, man, you talk about a little piece of heaven. Oof. Okay, so that's kidney beans. You notice that I went right past the red beans and rice. I don't really like that very much. So uh, I don't eat that kind of food. No, you don't. Black beans.
1: (sighs) Okay, I want everyone to know out there that all of my knowledge in this is coming from thinking about how they grow and the plant. I have no idea how a black bean grows, but I'm gonna say uh, shot in the dark. Bean? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a bean. You were you on the edge of your seat. Yeah, I was cute. like. <laughs> because the thing is you really can't be wrong because all beans are legumes so if i just say bean i'm right the whole time well no not all you won't be toward the end oh but all beans are legumes i know so but we have I'd some things right. that aren't beans okay okay so uh black bean of course we're black all beans. all familiar with i love black beans now those are hard to cook those take forever is their skin thicker Yeah, I think that's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. They just, they have to cook for a really long time to get them tender. Um, So just keep that in mind. And I think that's why a lot of times people do buy the canned variety. And there's nothing wrong. I mean, they taste good. So um, unless you're just, again, a black bean purist, I think you can buy them in the can. Yeah. And drain and rinse them. Yeah, of course. Or rinse and drain them.
1: Whichever. Whatever. Whatever comes first. Okay. Soybeans. Okay. So soybean, is that
0: edamame? Yes. So I eat that out of a pod. So it's a legume. Yes. So those are considered legumes. And talk about uh, power food. You know, it's one of those protein-rich... Bean legumes, and
1: I th- I feel like the edamame train has become more successful <laughs> and easier. Like you can, like I can buy them prepackaged, frozen, and I throw in the microwave and throw a little salt on them. I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so they're much easier accessible now than they than they used were used to be years ago. And they're not that expensive. And th- I li- I love them. I mean, I eat them all the time. You know that. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Pinto beans. <sighs> What color are these the white ones with the little black spots no
0: yeah well they're yeah they're kind of beige and they're spotted like a pinto pony
1: (laughs) so it comes out of a pony so it's a
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm gonna i don't know how this grows i'm gonna go bean it's a bean okay pinto beans are the ones that are popular for refried beans oh yes yes i do like refried beans yeah it's not black beans pinto. I mean, you know what? You can make refried beans out of any bean, I think. But not any legume. But not any legume. No. (laughs) But, yeah. So, no, pinto beans are the much more popular version of refried beans in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Um, Navy beans. Are they the white
1: ones? They're small and white. Small and white. Oh, if they're small, I wonder if they come out of a pod. I don't know how those grow either. Beans. (laughs) Um,
0: Beans. <laughs> you couldn't. I couldn't. You couldn't, couldn't control it. myself. Okay. Yeah. Navy beans are beans, but they're also legumes. Because <laughs> all
1: beans are legumes, guys. Because
0: I feel like all this beans is a are trick, legu- trick game. It is kind of a trick this game. This is a trick game. Okay, so peanuts. Well, I would
1: not have put them in this category at all, but since they come out of a pod, mm-hmm. then they're a legume. They are. But they're not a bean. They're a
0: nut. They're a nut. Oh, I see where you went with this. Yeah. Oh, look at you. <laughs> not a tree nut. They grow on the ground. So they're a ground legume. They are a ground-growing legume. Yeah, but so they are not a bean.
1: I'm pretty sure I got all those right. You did. You did Except very well. Except for the one you stole from me, because <laughs> I was taking too long to figure yeah.
0: it out. <laughs> Yay, I'm a winner. <laughs> Woohoo! woo so, um, the, the other ones that we didn't consider, the, those were like the most popular beans and legumes that are out there. But there's also one I had have come to love, black-eyed peas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's not a familiar one for me. I mean, I don't, that's... Yeah, we eat them yeah. in the South for good luck at New Year's, New Eve, New Year's, New Day. Year's Day. New yeah. Year's Day. That's for luck. And then you add in um, greens not a ham or like a well you know you can but i but i'm going i'm going with the folklore. Oh, I see. I'm you sorry. add in greens For and money. that brings you money. Oh. Yeah.
1: Cuz i don't want ham although it could be bringing home the bacon.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then sugar snap peas or any kind of, you know, the sugar snaps and the snow peas. Those are legumes. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. I'm so good at this. You are I'm very so good. good at it. So, beans and legumes now. Beans are also vegetables. Yes. But legumes are not necessarily vegetables. Like a peanut. A peanut is not a vegetable. I wonder if there's another, I bet there's another example of that. I really, really tried to find one, but I... Peanut was the only one. Yeah, peanut was the only one I could find. tricky peanut. I know, I know. So, beans are vegetables as well as vegetable vegetables. (laughs) But they do have, I mean, beans are starchy. Quit laughing at me. Sorry. (laughs) Beans
1: Beans are legumes. Legumes are not beans. Beans are vegetable vegetables. Vegetables
0: are vegetable vegetables. Everyone good? Okay, cool. But beans (laughs) are a good source of protein, but most vegetables are not. So if you're a vegetarian, beans are important to have in your diet. For the protein. For the protein. Mm -hmm. Yes. In addition to, you know, all those extra processed proteins like or processed like soy the, tofus the tofu and the yeah. seitan's and but that's the,
1: beans again right tofu is beans, yeah. beans yeah yeah so back to that soy
0: soy we're going on to vegetables <laughs> <laughs> that was a great transition
1: thanks
0: soy. what's next vegetables okay and so we've already taught, we've beaten the beans to death. We're pretty good at that. Beaten things to Beating death. things to yeah, death. Yeah, we did a fish earlier in yeah, your kitchen yeah, as a and, child. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah i have forgotten about that. <laughs> no, I'm having PTSD. Mm-hmm. Okay, vegetables. So the the whole point, and, and part of the reason why I like to talk about vegetables to people is, is has to do a little bit with this part of the country, because we are not, in general, big vegetable eaters. Unless it's a potato. Well, yeah. But, I, I mean, really. Beans and rice. Be, well, but I'm talking about leafy greens yeah. And, yeah. and carrots and beets right. and things like that. People don't, they've been, I guess, exposed to badly cooked vegetables. And that's, I mean, that's easy. Because if you think about, like, for instance, broccoli. Mm-hmm. Broccoli's strong flavor. Brussels sprouts is a strong oh, flavor. My favorite. If you don't cook them properly, they're awful. So uh, soggy broccoli. Is that hard to say? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. I was like, oh man, soggy, soggy broccoli. 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 You overcook it mm-hmm. and it's just floppy. Ew. And you did that hand motion too. for <laughs> floppy. Because it is. It is. So I understand why people don't like vegetables because generally speaking, they have been given poorly cooked, mushy, flavorless vegetables. Or on the other side of it is
1: people that have eaten most of their vegetables out of a can. True. And those are gross too. I yeah. mean, okay. In a pinch. Great depression. I get it. But right
0: now well but you know what even during the well of course if you were in the dust bowl nothing would grow so i don't know where you got actually any food at all um but we're not going to go to the grapes around so (laughs) that's another story big one it's a big story it's
1: not only a totally different flavor but like candace is saying texture and there's so many people out there and you're one of them texture is very important texture Texture yeah.
0: makes or breaks. It does. Yeah. It makes or breaks whether I claw it out of my mouth Which or Which I've seen her do
1: before in public. Yes. Everybody. And it's mm-hmm. not pretty.
0: No. So, um, the, the beauty of vegetables, especially if you like to garden is that they are seasonal, and especially around here and right now, the vegetable gardens, even though it's been really hot, we've had a lot of rain. Mm -hmm. So the vegetable gardens have kind of exploded with all different kinds of things um, that you can't get year-round, like beautiful, fresh tomatoes. Yeah, they have been
1: really nice this year.
0: Yeah. So, um, And like we tell people all the time,
1: with vegetables, tomatoes was a great example, um, salt and pepper and olive oil. You want to bring the flavor of the vegetable out. Don't. There's a lot of people that do that, too. They, they're they not sure about veggies, so they'll cover them in, like, cheese. Or they'll cover them in, in something to, to mask it. Ranch dressing.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm crying. Um, don't. You know, if you don't like a certain vegetable, that's
0: okay. There's a million more out there. Keep going. Oh, there's so many yeah. of them. Yeah. So, um when you when you think about vegetables think about the season and then also think about that you want to try to get them as fresh as possible so therefore seasonal and go to your farmers markets and sometimes they're a little pricey yes mm-hmm. but you don't have to buy uh, a bushel basket you can just buy a few and and try them at home i i think beets is another really oh, good example i love beets. of things they're just misunderstood oh we should do a misunderstood food episode well you know a lot of people grew up with the beans in, beans beans beets i'm on the beans category now beets in, in a, a jar mm-hmm. pickled mm-hmm. yeah uh, no, mm-hmm. no thank you. I was one of those, and I, it took me a while to wrap my head around roasted beets. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're, I mean, yes, they do take a long, they're dense. They're another one of those dense vegetables. But if you, will just be patient. You can just kind of forget about them. You just cut the ends off, and you put salt and pepper and olive oil on them wrap them up in foil and throw them in the oven at like eh, 375, 400, but you have to leave them for like 45 minutes. Yeah, but I love that because if you think about, and,
1: and we've touched on this before, You have to think when you're making a meal, your whole meal isn't going to be beets. So there's a bunch of other shit you need to do while that stuff's cooking.
0: Yeah. And you can just forget about it. you can forget about them and leave them in there. Yeah. And then once you open them back up and they are cooked through, then you can just, uh, you can kind of take a paper towel and just rub, rub the skin off. Because, again, that's another thing. People say, well, my, the dye gets on my hands. Well, yeah, it does if you try to do it Raw.
1: I've dyed my hair with beet juice before. Seriously? Yeah. And how did that work? I mean, I had a little bit of a reddish tint to it. It didn't, I mean, it wasn't
0: crazy, but yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's like henna. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Well, something I never knew that you did. Yeah. Well, that's, there's probably okay, more I'm that's sure going to come ma- up. There's many more things you know, that we <laughs> don't want to talk about. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, when you were talking about the canned and the texture, things like canned spinach. Oh. I feel like, okay,
1: okay oh, first no. of all, maybe we've just worked together for too long.
0: <laughs> but my
1: favorite, you, you are, my favorite vegetables are Brussels sprouts Beets and spinach.
0: Yes. Did you did you do that on purpose? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no. I just I was far afield. So Those are my just, three favorite. I know, but you. But the thing is, I grew up on canned spinach, yeah. and my mom would put vinegar on it. And that's it. And that's it. And then you're supposed to eat it cold like that. No, you. She warmed it up. Ew. But then she just put white vinegar on white distilled vinegar. What was the thing with vinegar? Went on everything. I guess beets pickled and yeah vinegar I, I just don't, to. I don't. know. Well, I think probably the vinegar on the spinach was to cut the horrible taste. Oh, <laughs> but if you didn't like vinegar, you know you're right. not you're, you're not making any you're progress. SOL, so yeah, yeah, you're you're totally sol. So it, with canned and canned peas, oh my mushrooms? god! Oh, uh, I, no, she didn't serve much canned mushrooms for dinner, but canned peas. Oh, that was a big popular one in my you family. Hate peas, I hate. Canned peas so much. Fresh peas are okay, just barely blanched. Mm-hmm. But canned, oh God, help me! And so, if you're if you come from that sort of background, I totally empathize with you on that one. I I get it. But I love vegetables now because I eat fresh vegetables. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to have spinach, I buy fresh spinach. Either in the grocery or the farmers market, and then you just wilt it barely, or, or you put in a salad. Or, yeah, salads are not another great source of you know variety. There's so many different kinds of greens now. Not only greens that you can put in raw in a salad, but greens that you can wilt and put into other things. One of my favorite greens is collard greens. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. It just has this really. I I. It. I want to say it's almost like a. It's a rich kind of nutty flavor. Maybe that's, that's the bacon. Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, oh.
0: Okay, that's why you love it because well, it's no, cooked I, in bacon. Well, yeah. I mean, but. Greens typically need that kind of fatty um, addition to them, and then you and then I do finish it with a little balsamic or something like that. Yeah, then that's so
1: funny because collard greens is something that I didn't, that wasn't, uh, I didn't grow up with that. You know, that right. wasn't around me when I grew up. I honestly don't even remember. I don't know if I've ever had collard greens. I'm Sure,
0: I have, but I can't remember the last. Time well, collards I had any. are delicious. Now, I didn't grow up liking collard greens, you had to learn to. I had to learn to like collard greens. Your green. mom put vinegar on She'd them, she put vinegar on oh them and God. would cook them to death. Um, and then, but you know, there's uh, like Swiss chard and red mm-hmm. chard, mm-hmm. and then there's all the um, the all the kale. Uh huh, some people love it. Yes. Yeah. But some people hate it. Some people hate
1: it. I don't feel like kale is one of those things where people are on the, on the fence.
0: No, no. I think you either really like it or you really hate it. And that's okay because there's lots of other alternatives to kale. But
1: also as we're talking about vegetables, and there's so many, I mean, there's so many out there that of course we're not touching on. And yes, we eat most of them, all of them. When we have been talking about getting your plate, uh, Portioned and ready, and all those things. I think vegetables. Vegetables is one of those things that you can eat a pile of vegetables. Yes, you can have a. This is this is what you want your largest amount to be, on your plate. Yep, whatever that looks like to you on a vegetable, that's what you want to to be the the mass. Yeah, without
0: cheese and ranch dressing right right (laughs) you could put a little bit on or maybe a dip on the side maybe a little little dip dip. a little dip
1: but uh yeah if you hate if you hate 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 vegetables and that's the way you have to eat them Okay. And put a little dip on the side.
0: Yeah, but control yourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, the other part of the vegetable routine I want to talk about is the way that you keep from overcooking vegetables, Mm -hmm. and one of those ways is to blanch them, and we talked about blanching earlier, but um, I think it's especially important with different, especially dense vegetables when you have like carrots, Brussels sprouts, things like that, so... If you have a variety of vegetables that you're going to cook, you have you have to think about it this way. You want to have your green vegetables blanch last, okay? Because the chlorophyll and the green leaches out into the water, and that happens with the other vegetables as well. So, if you're, for instance, if you're going to blanch carrots, you your carrot your it's your your um, water's going to get orangish mm-hmm. from the carrot, but when you, and if you will follow that actually with the green, like with broccoli or something, the broccoli doesn't mind Okay, that there's a little bit of orange in there. But if, you, there. Did it the but if you did it the other way, then you'd have brown carrots. And would that just, it, but it would just be the color. It would well, would it change the flavor? It would depend upon how long they were in there, but it could possibly change the flavor of the carrot okay. slightly. So, but you want to do all your, like your yellow and orange and red vegetables. You want to blanch those before, before. green and do all your green vegetables together. And you can use the same water. But um, you can use the same water. But really, ideally, you'd want one pot for yellow, red, the, yeah. you know the rainbow (laughs) and then the other pot would be for all your green green. stuff
1: yeah so i think the other uh question would be like storage on vegetables like which ones do you put in the fridge which ones are you not supposed to put in the fridge and i think
0: there's um well i think the only um universal is that if you cut a vegetable it's got to go in the fridge after you cut it do you feel like most of them can just stay out at room temperature um i think that if they started off when you got them if they're at room temperature, you have um, you'll be successful leaving them at room temperature. Mm-hmm. Um, like if like peppers, chiles that you know you buy at the farmer's market mm-hmm. or something, but, or even if you buy them in the grocery, they're typically out in those bins yeah. that are not refrigerated. Yeah. They're just out in the open mm-hmm. air. So, but potatoes and chiles and onions and those sorts of things that are kind of dry stock you can leave those out of the fridge until you cut them. Mm-hmm. And then once you cut them, then you've exposed them to bacteria and they need to go into the fridge and the hydrator. Now, the the one, and, and again, tomatoes, until you cut up tomatoes, do not put them in the fridge. They lose all their flavor. And you. so the thing, tomatoes are perishable, so you need to use them. Don't buy 500 tomatoes. And let them sit out on your counter. Buy one or two so you can use them right away and then go get some more. So tomatoes on the counter. T- tomatoes on the counter or, a, or if they need to ripen on your windowsill. Okay. If you have a windowsill. If you, if you have one. <laughs> if you don't live in a cave. <laughs> if you don't live in a cave. So, and uh, then of course, you know, lettuce is going to go in the hydrator mm. and things like that. But, yeah. Okay. That's my that's my general rule. So, let me, let me just hop back to blanching for just a minute because after you blanch your blanching is not your final cooking for your vegetables so you're going to blanch them then you're going to plunge them into an ice water bath and the ice water bath remember locks in the color locks in the flavor and then after they've cooled off then you go on with the grilling the sauteing the broiling the Baking The finishing of your vegetables.
1: So ultimately, let's say you've got some people coming over for dinner. You could, in the morning, blanch some vegetables. Mm -hmm. Oh, and and we also need to say, make sure it's salted water. Very salted. Yes. And set them aside Mm -hmm. and then finish them later in the day. Exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah. And it simplifies your dinner party or whatever. And you don't get stressed out like we talk about all the time. All the time. (laughs) Yes, I haven't exhausted all the vegetables, but um, I think you get the general idea that vegetables are your friend.
1: Yeah, and we'll... I get mean, to know them. And they'll pop up in other conversations that we have with you guys oh, in absolutely. other episodes. And like I said, we did not even graze the surface, but we thought that the beans and legumes were kind of the most... Uh, misunderstood. misunderstood. And and I think so, too. I mean, that I learned some
0: things. Well, I learned that I'm great at this... This game, uh, we're good at. I'm we're good at the game, playing games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's vegetables. Get into a little rant and rave today. And tips and tricks. And tips and tricks. And it's all kind of revolves around abound
1: uh, I avowed
0: <laughs> around grilling. And I was trying to I was trying to say vegetables and grilling at the same time, apparently. But grilling and vegetables and, and all that kind of jazz. So I'm gonna start off and say that first of all, I love Skewers. I mean, I love skewering vegetables. We call it kebabbery. kababbery, and um, it's so fun and so easy to do. It. It's a beautiful way to prepare food. Uh Um, But my thing about grilling all those things is um, different from the way it's presented in a grocery store butcher case in the meat case. Where they're selling you all the fresh meats and... And pork and all, you know. And, and they all, have their beautiful they kebabs. They have their beautiful kebabs out there. And they are beautiful. They are. Very pretty. And they have meat on the kebabs. And then they put a bunch of vegetables on the kebabs. With the meat. With the meat. Mm-hmm. So it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because if you just put meat on a kebab, it's just kind of brown. It's meat on a stick. Meat on a stick. So you take home your, your beautiful kebab to a grill. And then you throw it on the grill. And then you're... Your meat may be done or not. And then your vegetables are burnt to a crisp Mm -hmm. because they cook at different rates. Right. So it's really not a good idea. And I'm not recommending you go to your friendly neighborhood grocer and say, hey, you're doing this the wrong way. But they're doing it the wrong way because you need to have everything that cooks at the same rate on the same skewer. So that everything cooks and comes out when you want it to. That is
1: frustrating. I remember trying to do that years ago and I thought there was something wrong with me because I couldn't figure out how to make a fucking kebab.
0: Well, no, because, you know, you have a tomato. For instance, you'll have a, a, one of yeah. those little uh, It'll cocktail tomatoes It'll like- next to your filet. And your onion. And, and your c- onion. And the tomato explodes. It does. Or, you know. And the uh, meat's never cooked. No, never. Never. So, when you grill... You can grill all different kinds of things. I suggest that you marinate your meats in whatever your favorite marinade is. But vegetables really just need salt and pepper and olive oil. And they, their flavors truly will sing uh, once you grill them. So they, make, your they own love
1: ke- it. make your own kebabs and have like things on that kebab. Correct. Okay.
0: Or, which yes. is my
1: little uh, rant. No. It's Well, it's a rant about my rave. Yeah, there you go. Or the alternative is, I have a little, um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, like an open pan thing. They sell them for veggies. Is it a basket? Mm, kind of. It's not. It's open. Okay. It's, it's, oh, oh, oh. It's, yeah, it's open. It's got some sides and it's got some holes in it for your veggies for the grill. Because alternatively, my issue is, when I don't put it on a kebab, everything falls through the slats in the grill. Yeah. And sometimes when you're doing a kebab with tomatoes and onions and meat, my tomatoes exploded, my onions fallen off down the grill, and my meat is raw, and then I'm pissed. <laughs> So, and then you don't have dinner. And then, I, and then I'm and i hungry. So I honestly, I don't even stick my stuff on a kebab. I I salt and pepper and olive oil on a sheet pan. Also, sheet pans are my best friend. And then I throw it onto this thing and it doesn't fall through the cracks and they all grill. And, and I love it. And you can get them
0: anywhere. I mean, they're just a little, it's a grill pan for veggies. That's what it says. Well, so when you have them in the grill pan, then do you take your tongs and turn the vegetables or do you just shake it or how I, do you get them all on all? Side.
1: Yeah, it just depends on what veggie I'm doing, you know, um, what that vegetable looks like. But I will. I'll flip it over. Like I did zucchini the other day and I cut them into big round uh, coins mm-hmm. and I threw them on there. And then I just flip them over one time. If it's a little potato or if it's something more round, I'll just kind of shake it. It does have handles. They do get really hot. So I'll use my tongs to do that. Um, but yeah, it just it it
0: stays in there and, and it's easy. So now Go forward and grill. Yes. Listening to Not a Single Fork with Candace and Natalia. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website, notasinglefork.com. You can find our show notes there and leave us a comment.
1: Yeah, and if you guys haven't already uh, subscribed, downloaded to our podcast, then please do that and leave a review so that we can do this more and more and
0: more. And more. And And join us next time when we wrap up season one in episode 15. 15. So stay fresh, veg bags. Not a single fork is made possible by The Girl Can Cook cooking studio and kitchen, where real people learn how to cook real food and have fun while they're doing it. Located in beautiful downtown Broken Arrow, Oklahoma's historic Rose District, The Girl Can Cook holds recreational cooking classes during the week and private classes and parties on the weekend. Personalized catering and wine dinners to fit almost any occasion are also available. Check out The Girl Can Cook at thegirlcancookschool.com. Dot com.